Hello everyone, welcome along again to another edition of the ProFit Podcast. I'm your host Paul Campy, if you've never tuned in before. Normally I do have a co-host with me, Matt Robinson, but as it's the school holidays, what we tend to do in these times is we'll do solo episodes, short, sharp ones, going through a couple of insights into different areas, and uh, today's no different. So we're each going to share a a solo episode in in the next couple of weeks, and we thought about doing something really current that's happening in our lives. I know Matt was thinking about doing a something about a physical challenge he's been going through at the minute and a real kind of big physical challenge he took on. And I'm going to talk today to you about experiencing setbacks because right now I have two or three different things that I'm involved in and certainly in one area of the business, one business that I'm involved in at the minute, we've been growing, 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 growing. And we've just hit a point where that's stopped a little bit or not stopped, but stalled. And having been around for 20 odd years, coached a lot of people, coached a lot of clients through this as well, through their fat loss journeys or fitness journeys, you are going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit points where that progress isn't linear anymore. It stops, it stalls, it plateaus. And I wanted to talk a bit about that because it's very current in my mind with my group of people that I work with, my team that we work within, we're experiencing that right now, and I thought I'd talk through a few steps about how to tackle it when it comes up in your career. The Podcast. First things first, this is a good thing. Uh, I think this is really important to address is that Sometimes it's framed in the wrong way. Whenever we hit maybe a point where things slow down or we slide backwards a little bit, I think you have to be honest. I think the first thing is to look at it in the face as it is. Things have slowed down. Things have stopped. Things are maybe even going backwards. However, the important thing to think is, okay, so if we've been progressing up to this point, that's a good thing. Things have been progressing in the right direction and get some perspective. We're a lot further along than we were three months ago, six months ago, 12 months ago. Would we have taken this position six months prior? And the answer to that question is probably yes. So get some perspective, be honest with yourself. Things have stalled, but also remember that, you know, compared to where you were six months ago, you're probably in a very, very good position. So this is likely to be need, it's likely needing to be reframed. You need to think about how you frame this in a much more positive way, whilst also being brutally honest with yourself about where it is and what and what's going on. Um, there are some negatives to it as well. That I'm not going to lie; like these are the points where you're likely to experience stress. You're likely to experience um, potentially negative language going on in your head. Uh, You're likely to experience feelings and emotions that grip your body without you feeling like you have any control. Um, just, Just kind of being upfront about that, it does hit you in the pit of your stomach when things stop going your way in terms of the results that you're getting, whether that's, you know, you've had a couple of clients drop off or you're not picking clients up at the same rate you used to, or maybe the clients aren't seeing the progress in the gym. 
your money's not going up, whatever that result is, it will hit you in the pit of your stomach. And I think that's important to acknowledge. Now, I'm on the side of the equation where I think a, li- a little bit of stress is good. I think without stress, we don't grow. We don't grow and learn. So I would encourage people to to lean into that stress and lean into those feelings a little bit. Acknowledge them, but don't live there. Decide that you're not going to live there. You're just going to acknowledge that these feelings are coming up. The stress is there and it's there to teach you something. It's there to help you grow. So really try and think about what you're feeling, what you're going through and see it as necessary. Um, and And that was my next bullet point on this is that these are essential. Without these periods, you will not grow to the next level. So I know that everybody listening to this podcast has ambitions, has goals way beyond probably where you are now. Especially if you're fairly new in the industry, if you've been in two, three years, say, you probably have aspirations to be way beyond where you are now. And without this kind of stress, pressure, stumbling blocks, you're, ne- you're never going to make it to the next level. So see them as progression, see them as things that you will get used to, you will get used to experiencing. There's a lot of personal growth involved in order to help you get through them. <clears throat> But they do suck. I mean, like, you know, coming back to that point just before, the feelings suck, the emotions suck. There is a bit of anxiety and a bit of stress. So let's give you a few kind of steps to to look at with this to help with dealing with the stumbling blocks. But I wanted to just be upfront about how I feel about these periods. So what what to do when this happens? What to do? Well, step one, in my opinion, is don't panic. and um, as I just said before, it's, this is very normal. It's a very normal period of your career. Put things into perspective. Would you take the result you're at now six months ago? Would you have bitten your hand off? Probably yes. And be brutally honest about maybe what is working and what isn't working. So get some perspective. Don't panic. If you need to take a step back, if you need to have a little breather, give yourself some space, do some self-care, Go for a run if that's your thing, if it clears your head. Do something to help you clear your head and step out of that stress and anxiety just to get some perspective and get some honesty in the situation. So that would be my step one. Don't panic, get some perspective. Step two, I would say the next step would be to communicate. Once you've you've taken a breath and you've had a bit of a look at how things are going, you've been honest about that and you've gotten some perspective, communicate with people one of the biggest things that that excuse my language fucks people up with this is they fail to communicate what's going on and that includes what's going on with you as well you know if you're overtired if you're overstressed communicate so that could be with maybe members of your family but like just as a real simple starting point people around you who love and support you friends family how's it going be honest be truthful can you get a bit of support from somewhere else? You know, that might be as simple as, you know, can you get a bit more support from your family in terms of some of the the duties you have at home? Can somebody, a friend, help you out in some way with a little bit of childcare if you have children? All things that I've done myself in the past, you've got to communicate and you've got to ask for help. So be open and honest about that. Communication with your team as well. So uh, as I said, this is something myself a team that I'm involved in is going through right now and we're being very open and honest about that within our team structure like what's working what's not you know we're working together it isn't about pointing fingers at one teammate one team member 
um, you know, or, or the boss taking charge necessarily. It's about coming together as a collective to solve the problem. So making sure your communication is strong, you can have those crucial conversations, those difficult conversations without people getting too upset about it or taking things personally. It's making sure that you can all collaborate, work together. Communication is strong. If you haven't got a team, just if you're a PT listening to this and it's brand new to you and you, maybe you're just a sole trader, it's you on your own. Maybe it's about talking to your clients as well. Maybe it's about communicating to your clients. I feel like the service I'm giving you right now is, you know, has plateaued a little bit and I want to improve it and I want to make it better. I'm going to take a little bit of time to work on things to improve that service. And I hope you understand. And here's what I'll be doing and here's what I won't be doing. Here's what I might be stopping. So there's there's things that you can communicate to clients as well that will really help them see that you're actually trying to improve things for them. And that might involve certain things changing. And let's be honest, nobody likes change, but you have to communicate that in a way that clients will see that it's in their benefit. Also in your benefit, but very much in their benefit. So once you've done your communication, step three would be to take some time. And this is different from the bit I said in step one. That was to take a step back for yourself, to clear your head, to rise above the whole situation and get some perspective. This is to take some time to work on the problems. So this might be you looking at your diary and thinking, when are my opportunities to work on the business, not in the business, to work on it? Because, again, speaking from personal experience, the business doesn't stop. So you are still going to have to deliver day-to-day tasks, day-to-day things that you're involved in to a high level. So it's, it isn't that 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 might not be able to slow down. And I know there's a lot of people in that position where they go, well, I've still got to write client programs. I've still got to get into my sessions. I've still got to do this and this and this and this and this. When am I going to find the time? That third step is so important. Take the time, find the time. And this is where a little bit of help from other people might do you some good. You know, a little bit of support from your family, a little bit of support from your friends, just to buy back maybe one or two hours a week where you can start to work on the business, on those tasks that are going to take you to the next level. I can't really give like examples, well, specific examples of what those tasks might be, but that would be about being very honest with yourself about what might not be working. So for example, within our business that we're working on at the minute, some of those are around um, retention systems. So our retention systems were good for six months ago, but we've progressed and we've grown a lot since then. So they currently don't suffice. So we need to we need to make them better. We need to make improvements. So we've kind of got outdated systems. So we need to upgrade them a little bit. It's almost like when you tap upgrade on your phone, you, you might need to do some upgrades in certain areas. And that's where you'd be working on the business. Okay, step four, get a plan. Get a plan together. Once you've allocated that time to work on the business, start to put in place a proper plan about what needs to happen. Now, I like pieces of software like Mind Maps to help you do this, to help get all those, you know, there might there might be 100 tasks to do. There might be 20, there might be 10. Remember, our brain can probably hold between seven and 12 pieces of information in any one time. And even that has to be chunked down into smaller bites. So, your brain's not designed to hold all these tasks inside. So you need some kind of written plan that you trust that you can keep referring back to to see how you're progressing. 
So Gantt charts is another example of this. Mind mapping, another example of this. Flow charts, you know, business flows, lots of different ways to look at it. But something I would say visual, something that you can keep referring back to and something you trust. Because it might be that if you can spare two hours a week to work on the business, you've got to pick the tasks that are the first priority, start to work on those. And for now, don't worry about the rest of the tasks. You'll get to them. Keep working on it two hours a week, two hours a week, two hours a week. And it will progress from there. You'll start to see some uh, some progression in the right direction. Step five, once you've got your plan, get some support. And what I mean by this is have a look at where the bottlenecks are. I've done this with a couple of one-on-one coaching clients recently that where are the where are the, the, the bottlenecks starting to happen? Where are you starting to see the roadblocks? And it might be that you have too many admin tasks to do. It might be that um, in our case, for example, that we might need to look at the, the sales system a little bit more and, and how we add a few more hours to that and how we start to you know, make some of the systems a little bit more efficient. And we need some support for that. So that could be a bit of software. That could be a PA. That could be a proper salesperson in the business. It could be a number of things, but you might need to look at potentially, do you need to recruit? Do you need to recruit somebody else in to help out? And that might not be as scary as you first think. Um, Do you need to bring some kind of software in or some different software systems to help make the business run better? Um, And and the, the, the amount of support from those kinds of things now, like, Matt has mentioned chat GPT in the past. We've talked a lot about getting the right web software, getting email support software, getting automated SMS software. There's so much out there that can help people get the support without actually having to do a hire, but you might need to do a hire. Okay. And then my final step in this. So once you've got that, I'm just going to recap on those a little bit. Don't panic, get some perspective communicate well whether that's with your family friends team or clients make sure you take the time to communicate what's going on and and be honest with people or as honest as you can be take some time to work on the business diarize that time in your diary to get the time to work on the systems that need to improve or the, the parts that need to improve get a written plan however you house that i would recommend mind maps i love it i use mind maps all the time Get some support. It might be that you need software. It might be that you need staff, but you you probably need something to change. That's the thing to acknowledge. The last step in all of this, and this is about making yourself more comfortable with these uncomfortable situations going forwards. I would say once you've got all those things in place and once you start to see things progress again, and again, our team did this recently, is that once you once you see that progression starting to happen again, reward yourself make sure that you have as a reward that is equally as exciting as the progression itself and give yourself a big pat on the back that could be something as simple as a pay rise it could be you treat yourself to some tickets to you know a favorite sporting event or something like that or you you take your spouse out for like a really top day evening or whatever it is make sure that you tag a reward onto that progression so that you start to form really good associations to these what can be quite stressful quite anxiety filled periods of your life and your business where you're going through a struggle and you will start to see that you are resilient you'll start to see that these things will come up time and time again it's a sign of progression it's a sign of you leveling up 
and it's nothing to be afraid of. You will experience some some tricky emotions with it, but if you follow those steps that I went through there and you reward yourself at the end, you'll actually, I know this is going to sound really weird, I'm going to finish on this point, you might actually start to look forward to these challenging periods. And truth be told, these are the ones when you sat around trading war stories, these are the times in your life where you will feel the most fulfilled. You look back on them with pride. You look back on them with really, really positive associations and emotions because you stood up to a challenge and you got through it. That's it. That's my two cents worth today. I hope everybody got something from that episode. It's short, sharp, but it, I think it's relevant to everybody. And it's something that I'm going through right now in the last month or so. Um, and just kind of coming out the other end of some of it now. And I thought, why not give my insight into it and my two cents on it? So I hope that helped, guys. As always, if you want to go and leave a review, we really appreciate it. If you want to refer people in who are trainers, who'd love to get some more advice on how to build their business, we really appreciate it. And until next time, have a great week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas? If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest ProFit podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly.